Hello and welcome to the Birkbeck Inspires Conversations with Alumni podcast series, where we hear from former students and find out more about their time at Birkbeck. Birkbeck Inspires is the college's free online events, activities and resources programme, which has been designed to inspire learning, provoke thought and entertain and excite curious minds. In this episode, Victoria Herwood interviews Birkbeck alumnus Prince Louis of Luxembourg, who studied psychosocial studies at the college back in 2017. Thank you so much, Louis, um, for um, for speaking to me today and for being part of our kind of Birkbeck Inspires conversation with alumni series. Um, what I'd really like to speak to you about today is your time at Birkbeck. So I know that you studied psychosocial studies in 2017. That's right. Um, and just hearing more about your experience um, and your career since, kind of where that's taken you. Um, but first of all, before we jump into any questions, could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself? Louis de Nassau from uh, uh, Luxembourg. Um, I'm 33 at the moment. Really? I continued. Uh, so my master's degree, my MA in psychosocial studies uh, at Burbank University. Uh, before that, I was in a completely different field. I was uh, in aeronautics. I was in uh, environmental management. I was in uh, I was in um, in communications. And uh, and within within the humanitarian field, while I was at Burbank uh, studying psychosocial studies, I did the degree within two years, uh, night classes in order to be able also to work for a startup that uh, uh, was called Audacious that did impact investing. Uh, so I just to say that uh, my background is quite diverse. I did yeah. a bit of everything. Um, Burbank was incredibly helpful in my development um uh, psychosocial studies was uh it it was a lot of things it was a massive headache that was one of them because <laughs> of all the information that was given to us and then contradicted and then uh not looking at coherence think about the subject uh, compare and contrast uh Dismantle theories, mantle theories. I mean, it's 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 incredibly interesting. It's incredibly interesting to see how we can uh, um, use uh, these uh, um, these theories uh, in 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 many ways. I chose them to use uh, to use these theories in uh, in uh, in professional coaching. What I do is a mixture. It's a mixture of professional coaching, which I started with uh, Laurent Mescar Conseil. Um, he took me under his ring. He uh, taught me taught me the job, taught me how to act as a professional coach, what it meant, what it uh, entailed. The other angle that I took is. Uh, with a, um, a woman that's called Beatrice Sauvageau, and she has been studying dyslexia uh, for um, 30 years and more, and finding new understanding as to what dyslexia is, and so how to evolve with it, how to help it, how to use it. And so I, what I did was bring two theories, uh, the professional coaching 
in one on one side with everything that that entails and everything all the all the all the different elements um where a lot of um, psychoanalysis is used as basis uh, of everything that is done uh and then on the other side uh beatrice sauvageau's um understanding of dyslexia and i created and tailor-made um, a service uh, for dyslexics in order to help them um, in order to professionally coach dyslexics uh, i can do that with anybody i do it with everybody uh, but my focus and speciality is within dyslexia because i'm dyslexic uh, because I've been through it, because I've gained a lot of knowledge on it. Uh, my children are dyslexic, but most of all because of that partnership I did with Beatrice Sauvageau, uh, which brought me a huge amount of uh, understanding that I had never really uh, put a finger on. Or it's yeah. uh, understanding that, that you knew to a certain extent, but never, um, never acknowledged if that makes sense. And, uh, and so that's what I try to help dyslexics do, is try to help them um, understand and acknowledge what is part of the dyslexia, what is part of their personality, uh, what is part of, uh, of, 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 of their strengths, what is part of their weaknesses. Um, and I do that especially for dyslexics because they've been pounded on uh, with, with what they cannot do or where their weaknesses lie yeah. without ever putting any effort or strength or knowledge into what they are good at and so i try to mm -hmm. shift that a bit make them understand what they've been through through going um being confronted by their weaknesses on mm -hmm. a constant state and try to make them understand that dyslexia is not only a weakness and more than that it's mostly not a weakness it is and it yeah. can be and should be considered a strength that's it's, fantastic yeah. that's fantastic you've um kind of touched on so many kind of elements that um that Birkbeck also works on and you know it's, it's part of our mission to make sure that we're you know we've got diversity in our student population a diversity of thoughts and um, we're making sure that people with dyslexia but also other kind of neurodiversity kind of related um, conditions that they are able to first of all recognize it and recognize what they can excel at so it's exactly as you're speaking it's um turning turning those conditions into strengths and figuring out you know what people's strengths are and it sounds like you yourself you were you know you had such a diverse background um and you were doing so many different things before you came to Birkbeck um can you tell us a little bit about your experience of education before Birkbeck what did you, how did you find it where did you go what yeah well, I'm in the middle of the place. I went to, uh, well, I, uh, I, mean, I don't know how far you want to go, but primary education in <laughs> Luxembourg, and then I went to boarding yeah. school in Switzerland, did my second edu education there. Uh, I mean, as a dyslexic, it's, uh, nothing was easy at all. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I managed, and I managed not alone, but with a lot of help. That's, uh, that's yes. a quality I, I, I have, which uh, yeah. I take, uh, I, I, I put a lot of emphasis on, and uh, take very seriously and that's the quality of asking for help when I need it yeah. and uh, yeah. and there is 
no shame in that and uh, and and it really is um uh, an intelligence in itself to know where your limits lie and my limits do don't lie in understanding understanding that's perfect i mean that's yeah. that's my strength but yeah. within details and within uh within uh writing uh, uh yeah. the comprehension of small details if that makes sense but it's it's yeah. it's all about uh, uh always asking why i need to know why i need to and i dig always <laughs> deeper to why and uh, and that is my strength afterwards understanding exactly uh, how I got to that understanding with every single detail is less interesting than the the the, the knowledge acquired itself and the knowledge that I acquire uh, I continue to the next knowledge and to the next and to the next and those knowledge will justify the knowledge that I had to begin with. Well, I think that um, it shows that you know you're curious and I think that's um, so important when you're you know coming into new well trying out different things and trying out different um topics and things to study um and it sounds like yeah you um i wonder actually did the flexibility you said about you um working in a startup before um you're at Birkbeck and actually while you're at Birkbeck did the flexibility of kind of evening study help you in that way and if so how did it help you um kind of was it good with time management things like that what were your difficulties uh, yes. So um, yes, the flexibility is incredibly important for me. Uh, that's why I'm an entrepreneur also. Uh, I, I, I mean, I could work in a business structure, no problem at all. But uh, I find a lot more pleasure in being an entrepreneur and being completely flexible with what I do, how I do, and my time management. I'm able to manage my time and and and. Uh, and uh, and to be consistent uh, uh, within the work I do, with within how I manage the, that work and time, yeah. so that there's no issue uh, whatsoever. And uh, yes, and Burbank to do it in two years to have night classes, yes, mm. it was it was hugely beneficial for me. So what were some of your highlights when you were studying? Did you have a particular class that you really enjoyed, a lecturer, or was there a really good grade that you got? What Does anything stand out to you when you think of Birkbeck? Well, when I think of Birkbeck, it was my, my, my um, final dissertation, my, my, my uh, uh, final paper, uh, which was on... Uh, on uh, it was on... Uh, mentalities in relation to food, and so I, I, uh, I had a lot of fun with it because I did it uh, in relation to I took the the extreme and did it within insects. To what uh, to what degree can uh, can there be a flexibility uh, within the the food? Uh, we eat. What I love to do is bring a lot of notions together into one subject. Uh, that's exactly what I did. I brought the knowledge of, uh, of uh, gentleness insight, um, gentleness in order to counter disgust and, and many others. Um, and uh, so, yes, that's I mean, that's the, the pinnacle of, of, of my studies, because that's when I could really use 
what I learned and yeah. use uh, the and and then really understand them also uh, more deeply. Um, yeah, so that's what I enjoyed most. But I mean, uh, the teachers also uh, absolutely wonderful. The um, all, all the, the entire experience I had was uh, was fascinating. Yes, it was. Oh, I'm so glad that you enjoyed it, and I suppose that is. Um... A really challenging time trying to take all of that theory and putting it together um, but I'm really glad that you that you enjoyed it and it sounds like an incredible well a really interesting topic and I think that's exactly what Birkbeck is about it's about questioning norms it's about you know thinking about different or approaching things in different ways and I'm glad to hear that you had kind of had that experience um, so once you graduated from Birkbeck you have touched on this before and you got into kind of coaching um, individuals yes. with dyslexia. Um, you yes. mentioned a little bit before about your own personal experience um, and kind of thinking about understanding your strengths and how to excel in the workplace. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about um, how you hope to make an impact or um, yeah just a little bit more about this work in this area? Yes. Of course. So, uh, well, I hope to make an impact for dyslexics, uh, but more broadly in uh, self-knowledge, uh, self-understand at a point T in life, because we change constantly. But mm -hmm. at one point in life where we are looking for something or where we're just looking for understanding, and it's, I mean, it's constant. Um, there's a lot of uh, con confrontation between a person within a, uh, I mean, we are incoherent or inconsistent in, in, in many ways. And, uh, and one of the main uh, elements of that is the, the will to be, as well as uh, the, 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 the fear of being, the fear of uh, disappointing others, the fear of being yeah. disappointed to ourselves when we become. Um, but um, but it's the, 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 it's what Shakespeare said, to be or not to be, that is the question. And hopefully <laughs> it is to be. And um, yeah. not not to be in order um, to have the, the the because of the fear of being or the the the, the fear of being uh, a disappointment. Um, and so I try to give to a certain extent self confidence and prove to people why they should they have the right to be self confident enough in order to choose to be and to to be themselves and to act. Uh, within uh, their interest and, and their 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 evolution, and uh, um, we we never have perfect control over what we do and uh, and who we are, but we can uh, to a certain degree understand it. And with understanding, there is a certain ability to let go and mm -hmm. to be. Um, on the other side, I do also mediation. And mediation is a wonderful tool also in order to try and uh, reduce uh, conflict and uh, to um, um, not reduce, but um, resolve conflict uh, mm -hmm. in, a, in a applicable way. Um, and that is also, I mean, a, a passion of mine. If I can, it's, it's more on the day-to-day -day thing. It's not a... One yeah. big hope to change a huge thing in the world, but it's uh, changing one one thing at a time. Being able to 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 help in a certain way at a at a at a certain point in time, uh, a certain person uh, or conflict or, and I mean it's that what fascinates me, what gives me uh, drive, what 
passionates me and gives him passion because um, at the end of the day, we are, uh, we are, we are, we have the present moment to work with and, uh, and then the future, I always look into it because I love imagining things and, uh, and looking to the future, but uh, uh, with the knowledge that I know uh, that yeah. the present is one, the only thing I have in, in order to, to a certain degree, um, change or have a certain degree of control. Yeah, that's really wonderful. This is a lovely conversation to have on a Friday. I think it's very uplifting um, yeah. and it's a really wonderful way to kind of look at the world um, and also to kind of reflect your actions and what you're doing in in that kind of um, in that view of the world. You spoke a lot about confidence building um, and I know that at Birkbeck that's something that we try to do a lot of you know it's sometimes people have not come from traditional roots of education and once they get to Birkbeck there is a bit of a there is that fear of um, not knowing it's the fear of the unknown I suppose and and not knowing how they're going to get on and you know it is it is a hard thing to get to get a higher education um, do you find that when you're coaching people, that once you've kind of bridged that barrier of confidence building, that you start to see people kind of flourish and thrive? Uh, yes, I mean, uh, yes, of course. I mean, that's uh, at least they, they said. But uh, one thing also is that uh, the, 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 the fear when you enter a new, uh, a new path in your life, a new, a new, a new, um, when you pass a new pillar, if you want, um, uh, there's a certain fear, a certain excitement, a certain fear of the unknown, as you said. Uh, yeah. But that's very good, also. I yeah. don't want to destroy that. It's <laughs> it's a, it's um, it's a very exciting, and it's and it's what brings change, and what brings a, what brings a, I mean, it's part of life, and it's an, and it is an yeah. exciting part of life. Uh, change in itself. Now, yeah. it's the fear of change that would be the issue, uh, but mm -hmm. not the excitement of the fear when there is change. Uh, we yeah. say that it's the fear of fear that's the issue, not the fear itself. If we yeah. have the fear, it's a feeling. Uh, we accept it. Yeah. Okay, we go for it. If we if we have fear of being afraid or the fear of that feeling of fear, then we never want to feel it, and we. Where we block or we run away from it, um, and the feelings and and everything that 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 we go through, everything that's new. Uh, we should never think that we're going to go into something new without a a certain uh, uh, level of, um, of, uh, of of doubt or of of of, of, of fear of, of the unknown, as you said. Yeah. Uh, that's very healthy, very normal. Uh, yeah. Certainly, don't want to take. Uh, but without it paralyzing uh, somebody and it paralyzes only if we just uh, are too afraid of feeling fear or we're afraid of being afraid we're, it's the fear of fear not fear itself yeah. that's a really good point actually I guess it's that anticipation um, and you make really good points about you know it's that moment of change that there's the excitement um, and that new things can happen and kind of flourish and I hope that that's what we kind of bring to lots of Breckbeck students when they're starting um, and also you know when you're graduating these are all different times that you are experiencing massive change and I hope that Breckbeck really supports um, students and alumni in that area. 
you talk about a lot about change I suppose right now we're going through such a a, a great period of change is there anything that you do to take yourself into the present is there anything that you have really um enjoyed whether that be a hobby or you know um, any music what's what's helped you to kind of stay in the present right now well to stay in the present what i do most of the time is take myself uh, um lightly i mean i don't take myself seriously and uh, and yeah. that has helped to have a great grasp on on the present moment and on what's concrete and what's not yeah. and so if i am able to take myself lightly um, I take less care about what other people's uh, view is on me and what it could be. Problem is yeah. more what it could be. You fear yeah. what they could have, then we're afraid of moving forward. Um, mm -hmm. a, a certain sense of the notion of others around us is important. Um, but in order to be able to take oneself lightly, uh, not take oneself seriously, one needs to have something that one takes seriously. Otherwise, yeah. it's just uh, going crazy and uh, and uh, <laughs> we lose all sense of reality yet again. Um, but, um, but, and so it's that choice as to what is it that I will take seriously in order to be free not to take myself seriously, which is the question. Yeah, definitely. I guess there is that, it's that, kind of surrendering to what you can't control and what you can control and making sure that what you can do in the present is, you know, serving you and also, you know, serving the people around you and everything else, you know, you have to, yeah, it's um, it, it's a very strange time, but, but you make some very, very good points. Um, bring it back to kind of Breakbeck, what do you think, I know that you've had lots of different experiences and different kind of forms of education. What do you think makes Beck particularly special or stand out? Diversity. The yeah. diversity, not only uh, the people that are there, uh, which is a great strength, but within the, the, the education itself. Uh, yeah. It's great diversity. Uh, there's great openness openness of mind which must stay to accept everything and and every theory and every uh, i mean we can only uh, uh move forward if we're allowed to debate about everything and the day we're not allowed to debate about something is the day we get stuck into something uh mm -hmm. so this openness of mind this ability to debate everything in order to truly understand, so as not to uh, stay in the politically correct, but in the politically correct that we understand, where there's understand attached to it, is incredibly important. It's like uh, legal structures, any law, if it's not understood and we follow it blindly, it's stupidity. We have to understand, bring logic to everything. And, uh, and uh, continue being curious about things, not saying, no, uh, it's a law and that's it. Um, not saying, oh, that's a theory. No, no, we can't say that. Oh, no, no. No, yeah. why? Continue asking why. Yeah, that's that's so lovely. And, you know, I definitely feel that that does reflect Beck as well with a huge diversity of thought. You need to be able to debate these things. And and also when you're studying to be able to speak to, to people about, you know, different theories that we're all going through it together. So that's really lovely. And um, I think it's a really lovely answer. And I guess when you're thinking more about students today, what advice would you give to Beck students now? 
now to stay open-minded, to stay flexible, yeah. uh, to 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 study uh, like crazy, of course, as every student <laughs> should, uh, as I should have done a, a bit more also. Uh, but uh, but but it's a it's it's um it's it's a fun experience also to have fun with it. I mean, we we're there because we chose what we are interested in, and let's be interested in it and stay uh, passionate about that subject, even though if there's ups and downs and it's normal. But the subject interests us enough in order to study it or to know why we study it. That's fine as well. If, we, if the subject sometimes is not the greatest interest that we have, but we know why we do it. And that is the interesting part and stay passionate about it also and uh, and stay focused on it. And and yeah, but, but not again, légèreté. Uh, yeah. a certain sense of uh, uh, freedom within freedom. it. Uh, in yeah, that's so lovely. And I think it's a really, um, a really positive message to give to students right now. And um, I love the way that you've spoken about Birkbeck, you know, to try and make sure that you're staying open-minded and um, take advantage of the flexibility, build your confidence and have fun. I think that's great advice. Thank you, Lee. Well, that's the end of today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. Make sure you check out what else Birkbeck Inspires has in store by visiting our website at bbk.ac.uk forward slash Birkbeck inspires.